Welcome to Oceanside, Long Island, home of Barrier Brewing. Near the water, inspired by surfing. Let's ride the craft beer wave inside. My name's uh, Evan Klein, owner, uh, brewer, um, cellarman. Greg Freimar, co-brewer, uh, co-distributor, co-sales rep, co-lackey, and keg cleaner. Distributor, salesman. Here at Barrier Brewing Company. We both do everything. The company was founded in October of 2009. Evan was able to find this, this space here in Oceanside, which is kind of a little industrial park in between Long Beach and Rockville Center, which a lot of people know of. Long Beach is where I started home brewing, and it's a barrier island, so it kind of works on that level, as well as just being a cool sounding name. You know, there were a lot of beers coming out of Philly and New York and Jersey and all that, but not a, not a ton of beers out of the island. So this month marks our one year anniversary, which we're pretty excited about. We kind of created this, uh, this approach by, I guess, necessity and a little uh, just ingenuity. When we were first brewing, it was single or double brews. So we obviously needed to, to increase capacity. We needed at least two days where we did nothing but delivery just because it takes so much time. Probably 80% of our, our weekly inventory goes into Manhattan and Brooklyn. They, they go through a lot of beer. We have basically probably 30 accounts or so. Out of those 30, we're delivering to roughly 10 different accounts a week. It's a one-barrel brewery. These are 45-gallon uh, kettles. We collect about 45 gallons. We boil down to about 41. We end up putting about 38 gallons or so into primary fermentation. And through blow-off and you know transfer and all that kind of stuff, we, we yield just about 31 to 32 gallons. So you know, right at the, the one-barrel mark. Uh, it was about a year and a half of home brewing, and uh, I was in Boston right at the time the beer advocate movement was really getting started. Started home brewing when a friend came back from a brewery tour in Hawaii. He visited Kona Brewing, came back really excited, and was uh, basically saying that we needed to start home brewing because he went on this great tour and had all these great beers. And we, we were both drinking a decent amount of craft beer at the time. Pretty much that day, we ordered, went online, ordered the kit, and um, within like two weeks, we brewed our first batch. So I went to the, uh, the second Extreme Beer Fest. That's where I uh, met Six Point. And I had already kind of had this desire to move to New York after college. Just being from Chicago, I mean, I love the big city appeal and I mean, there's nothing greater and bigger than New York City. I was kind of there at the right time. They were still pretty small and under the radar when I moved to the city. Brought them home brews, you know, knocked on the door, volunteered free labor. Did a lot of that for a while until I eventually got the opportunity to kind of uh, intern and, and vie for a, a position there as an assistant brewer. Three years later, uh, I knew I wanted to give this a shot, so I started looking into commercial breweries and trying to get my foot in the door to, to learn that aspect of it. And uh, I found a brewery in Brooklyn, Six Point Craft Ales. And uh, I, I actually got rejected after the whole process. It came down to me and one other guy, and uh, the, the, you know, the final call, for whatever reason, they decided to hire the other guy. I was really sure I was going to be getting this gig. I don't know what happened, but you know, four days later, I got another email saying, hey, uh, you know, some things transpired, didn't quite work out. The, the position is available again, uh, if, if you're interested. That's where I met Craig. From that point on, it was just a, 
a goal to, to open up Barrier. Got along really well together. We, we both had aspirations of having our own operations at some point, so we were bringing in home brews, our, our quote-unquote pilot batches. Evan was the first to really kind of break off and make the leap, make the jump into it. And about six months into it, after things were going well, but he was a bit overwhelmed doing everything as a one-man operation. You know, we were talking and decided it might be a good time to just kind of join forces and get going. And so it's, uh, I guess that brings us up to date. <laughs> Right now we're working with five different yeast strains, which gives us obviously a lot of flexibility and a lot of diversity of styles and flavor profiles that we can create. Basically all the beers we brew here are beers that we like to drink. We're brewing 20 different beers right now. They're, uh, you know, they range from a German style Goza beer to, to the IPA, to a double IPA, to a smoked stout, to a, a Scottish ale, a porter, Belgian styles, Saisons. There's so many beer styles out there that, that we enjoy making all of them and sampling all of them. And kind of giving our own little twist on whatever we're brewing. The Godzilla is inspired by uh, the German style Goza beers, which is kind of, you know, an obscure style. For a while there wasn't a single brewery in the world making it. It kind of fell out of existence. There's a handful of breweries in the U.S. that kind of do variations on the style. But what's unique about it is it's spiced with coriander and sea salt. It's really nice because the salt provides a, a brininess um, but it, it lends a kind of refreshing mineral flavor and feel to the beer. The historical recipes um, indicate that the coriander is definitely more of a kind of background player and the salt is really kind of the focus of that beer. We were certainly a little apprehensive about how much salt to use because especially you know with cooking you know a little too much salt can just ruin a dish. Um, but not enough and it, it's just missing something. So to find that balance was tricky and we, we looked at as much kind of historical information and, and recipes as we could find. A little bit of homework and a little bit of luck. Um, I think we kind of nailed the profile we were looking for. So it was certainly felt good because we were wondering if this was going to be the first batch, you know, that was destined for the drains. Every beer that, that leaves a brewery we're both super proud of. For the most part, brewing is brewing and there's, there, there are obviously different techniques but, you know, it's the, the basic, the same basic steps wherever you go. It's just putting your own uh, you know, interpretation into the ingredients. Our civil philosophy with all our beers is make them tasty, and uh, people will like them. We're selling all the beer we can make. We're making all the beer we can sell, which is great. But you know, this operation right here doesn't have long-term sustainability. We've essentially kind of hit the limits of what our current facility can do, at least with the two of us. I don't really think we can get much more beer out of here. We're looking to to obviously continue to brew the same amount of styles and, and more. I mean, we'd like to be brewing 40, close to 40 different beers throughout the year. We're looking to get a, a, a similar setup to what we have here, probably within the range of three and a half to a seven barrel system. We've obviously got to grow and we want to. I mean, the demand is there, people are enjoying the beer. We'd love for more people to be able to to enjoy it. I think we're looking to, to continue to self-distribute as long as possible just because we like the relationships we've built with our uh, accounts and we're going to be the ones handling the beer better than anyone else. And we both have some experience working with distributors and there are advantages to it but for the most part you know we don't necessarily see those outweighing the negatives. It's certainly you know uh, a pain sometimes to you know be able to have to just manage you know New York City traffic. Right now I think it's uh, you know, fighting Los Angeles is, you know, the most congested city in the country. 
Uh, we certainly experience that. But to be able to come in and hand deliver these beers and develop these personal relationships with the bartenders, the bar managers, the bar or restaurant owners, to be able to really provide them insight into the beer. We can work around their schedule. You know, we're happy to, to deliver you know, whenever's most convenient, so we offer that flexibility. We put a lot of hard work into the, into the product. We're both really super proud of it. We're looking to stay local and uh, continue to service the, the, the surrounding area, make the best product we can, and we'd love to be one of the, uh, the, the top breweries in the country, if not the world, and just have, not necessarily in terms of that, like distribution and reach, but just like, you know, when you think of the East Coast brewing scene, like you think Barrier Brewing, and uh, you know, it's one of the top breweries in the, in the world. That's our goal. Without obviously conquering the market, but just in terms of garnering respect. I think we both would just like to, to give thanks and appreciation to, uh, you know, to Evan, to his wife, and for me, to my girlfriend, because they've really allowed us to be able to, to get this, this operation going. Um, I mean, you know, for a while it was not, it was generating enough money to cover the costs of ingredients and operations and utilities. But there wasn't, there was no kind of salaries coming in or anything like that. So if it wasn't for the fact that we had two great women behind us who were kind of footing the bill and encouraging us to just take this leap and do this and get this going, all this wouldn't really exist right now. So um, got to give a huge thanks to, uh, to Melissa and Jen. Otherwise, you know, we'd, uh, we'd, this would still be a dream and, and nothing more. So definitely, thank you ladies. Over 20 varieties of beer from two different people, that's pretty impressive, and that is Barrier Brewing. I'd like to thank Peter Hobbs of NonaBrooklyn.com and Lee Williams of Hoptopia.com for suggesting this Barrier Brewing. Until next time, that's The Brewery Show. Thanks for watching. Just how he likes it. <laughs>